Hello and good day, eh? Welcome to the Super Good Camping Podcast. My name is Pamela. I'm Tim. We are from supergoodcamping.com. We are here because we are on a mission to inspire other families to enjoy camping adventures such as we have with our kids. Our guests today are back for another round. They are the hosts of a fantastic adventure podcast. Both have grown up in various areas of Canada that are quite outdoor friendly and usually with the plenty of accessible water for their favorite pursuits. Speaking of which, most of their podcast topics revolve around weirdly paddling, things like canoeing, kayaking, stand-up paddle boards, conservation of rivers and watersheds, fishing, and the like. They also have guests on occasion and talk about winter camping because, well, sometimes the water here in Ontario is a little too firm to paddle. Please welcome Sean Rowley and Derek Specht from Paddling Adventures Radio. Yay, welcome back, guys. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Thank for having us. <laughs> Great to be back. Excellent. <laughs> Seems like forever. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, that's funny. So a, a question for you. What, you know what, let's talk about, so we didn't get to dive in very deep about the, uh, your, you're doing all the Great Lakes in one day. <laughs> Tell tell me tell me a what what did it give give a bit of an explainer and then tell me about the insane logistics of making that happen. I had an idea. This is the way this this melon of mine works is weird things just pop into it. And I was looking at the Google Maps, uh, which I spend a lot of time on, and I'm just looking. Oh, I've I've driven there and I've driven there, and I'd like to paddle here and I'd like to paddle there. Well, you know, if we were across the border, we could paddle there. And if we went up, because we've been up to, to uh, Lake Superior, we could paddle. There. Well, I bet you could do all of those in one day. And then it became, oh, I wonder if we could paddle in each of the Great Lakes in one day, within 24 hours. And I was talking to Kevin Callan about it, and he goes, ooh, that sounds interesting. And I actually mapped out the route, and then COVID hit, so we couldn't cross the border. Um and then it was well but then kevin also found a video too didn't there he? was a video, video yeah there's a video out there called the great lakes and it's a song about i like the great lakes we when when the 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 borders closed we wouldn't have been able to do lake michigan so we were thinking well what yes. if we get john van berger who lives in the united states to to paddle there and then there's a spot that's about 100 meters across by sault saint marie between the canadian side and the american side and we could realistically paddle to the border and he could paddle. So we could actually be within yelling distance and that would sort of cover the five yes. great lakes. Then the borders opened again. Kevin, unfortunately, didn't have the time to do it. So I talked to Derek and said, you know what, we, we, if we spent this much time at each lake and we had our sites that we were going to hit because you're trying to figure, okay, if I go from here to here, well, then I've got to go way over here and just with the hours and times. And we ended up finding spots on every Great Lake that was close and would be, you know, doable. But we had to start at midnight. And you don't want to be paddling somewhere in the middle of the night on yes. a lake unless you're downtown Toronto in Lake Ontario with all the lights. So that's where we started. Right. And then we finished just uh, around sunset on Lake Superior. That's stunning. It was it was it was just an idea that started like okay this is kind of goofy but it is doable so we just then let's do it and, yeah. and we did we had a blast like we touched all the, all of all five lakes within about 18, 18 hours yeah 18, 18 hours our total trip time though from from leaving Sean's house and back to Sean's house 
was I think 20, 28, 28 hours. Eight, yeah. 26? 28 hours from yeah, my doorstep yeah. to my doorstep. But we did touch all Great Lakes within yeah. a 24-hour period. So you were you either paddling or driving for that entire 28 yeah. hours? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nonstop. I like to drive. I like to paddle. <laughs> <laughs> and probably lots of Timmy's to keep you going. Timmy's and Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. It's <laughs> something like um, that. Yeah. Yeah. We we took turns sleeping in the car when it when we did get tired. So the the refreshed driver would keep going and then the tired driver would sleep. And but yeah, it was uh like it was really neat to the logistics that uh, hit each of these uh lakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hardest one was Michigan. Because it was a windy day and the waves were up, we drew a crowd. Because we were trying to, we here's us showing up on on Lake Michigan with uh, with what uh, you know there's rollers coming in. There's like crashing waves, like you could surf that day. And uh, and we walked through the crowd of people dragging a canoe, and 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 then people started looking at us. It's like, what what are they doing? And it it was. Super rough too. Like we, the first time we tried, we got pushed back because the waves just kept crashing us onto shore. And then finally, when we get, did get out onto the lake, we had to we had time and calculate any turn. So we had to go upwind into the waves. And if we wanted to turn, we had to time it. It's like okay, when this wave hits, we got to turn and then go this direction. And so it was, it was like yeah. we were whitewater canoeing. Yeah, I, I, but I on know that lake. when we were on the beach at one point. <laughs> It came out that oh yeah we're from Canada, <laughs> and it was this look like oh that explains <laughs> <Yes>. everything. <laughs> oh yeah okay I, I gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did when when we finally got back in on shore there there was a small crowd yeah. that did, you cheers yay <laughs> way to represent Canada. <laughs> yeah, you know it it it. it it took a little bit to figure out the distances and the timing and, and, and the locations because you want interesting locations as well. Right. And, but yeah, it all worked out well. And there was, you know, knock on wood, there was no, no blunders, no, no missteps or anything. All the lakes really did even superior, which I've never been able to paddle on in all the years I've been up there. It was like glass at the end of the day. It was perfect. I only ever had tried to paddle on Superior once, and mm-hmm. I did it successfully the first time. But Sean, for some reason, it took him like six tries. <laughs> Wait, yeah, no, I mean, every time you read and, anything and, about Superior, that's that's what everybody says is, yeah, just, it's huge swells, yeah. it's it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It was flat calm when we were That'd on. That'd be wild. Yeah, yeah, and the border crossings were. Like we were worried about crossing the border. We did all the paperwork ahead of time, you know, all the testing that needed to be done. And, and we just kind of breezed through. And on the way back into Canada, the, uh, the, the, the border guard was like, he started chatting us up. He's like, Oh, what were you doing? And so when we told him what we're doing, you know, they, those typical questions, they're trying to trip you up or something, whatever. And, uh, and so he asked us and we said what we did and what our, what, who we were and, he suddenly became very interested. Oh, I follow this guy who paddles. I follow that guy who paddles. And and we gave our business card. Oh, I'm going to listen to you. And he, so he was suddenly very excited. It's like, <laughs> oh, we just won this border guard over. And then there's a little <laughs> on massive, our side now. Yeah, massive lineup of cars behind us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're holding up the line because the guy's talking to us. You need the canoe. Get yeah. out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Cool. Yeah, it was very fun. It was a good trip. It was a neat experience. Yeah, oh, it would absolutely. Be. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. any uh, similar adventures planned? Uh, I'm sure Sean's yeah. going to cook something <laughs> up, but uh, there's nothing currently on plan. Um, 
oh, what did we say we wanted to do? I said, hey, we should do that. You mentioned a trip somewhere. You mentioned we should go and Portugal do something. One? Last week or the week before. Well, the, Portugal, I'm talking yeah. to my wife about Portugal. It's like, hey, Sean just came up with this. We talked about it on the podcast. And so I have uh, I have a Google search. It announces every day uh, airplane, uh, airline prices. And, and it's like, so we're thinking if we can get the money together, which... It was going to be tough. It's it's going to be about between ten and eleven thousand dollars, because it's it's four thousand dollars for the per person for the for the paddling part of it, and it's like two thousand dollars for the air t- airline tickets plus all all the extra stuff, yeah, right? So it's like, oh, I don't know if we could do this, but it looks like a fantastic trip yeah, across in Portugal. There, there's a couple of them kayak. I've been looking at. Um, I've been getting into river routes that aren't mapped people don't usually do not a lot of portaging yes. and stuff you know there, there's some rapids and stuff that you can line or or, or pull down but there's yeah there's a couple in, in ontario i'm looking at doing the one that we had talked about was starting up at Temiskaming shores and paddling all the way down the ottawa and through ottawa and then you can make it all the way to yeah. to montreal but that's going to take a couple of weeks so we'll see what happens exactly yeah there's yeah. always weird things going on up here yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so, but separately, we always, we, each of us, we've always plan our whatever trips we do. Like Sean has his, uh, what yeah. you do, your father's Day solo trip. trip. Yeah. So, and I always, there's every year I have a trip planned with uh, a bunch of guys. We call it the Burt Reynolds Memorial River Run. We do a whitewater trip. And, and so we, uh, so there's that. And then there's always family trips, right? Yeah. Whitewater canoeing or kayaking? Uh, canoeing. Mostly canoeing with my family because I have two kids. So, and they're not of age that they can actually navigate in, in, a, in a kayak or a canoe, right? They're just passengers. But uh, soon they'll be paddling on their own. Mm-hmm. They pretend to help. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, we'll, go, we'll go to uh, like the Toronto Outdoor Adventure Show or something like that and, and get ideas of, of different places to paddle and different adventures that are out there. Yes. You know, you see, you yeah. see the, the companies, you know, basically hawking their wares, you know, come see this, come see that. Yeah. But just because they're selling the trip doesn't necessarily mean you have to go with that company. You could make your own sort of trip if you got the, the experience to do that sort of thing. Exactly. Right? So, yeah. Yeah. It's a good way to get ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you show up and yeah, you say, Hey, tell me more about this trip. And what they don't know is that I'm just, I'm stealing information because I'm going to do it on the my more own. Budget yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Well, okay. Perfect segue. <laughs> well, I'll give you that one. Outdoor adventure show. You're speaking, you, Sean, are speaking at it. Uh, how, what's that like? How did you get into it? What do you, what do you do to prepare for something like that? Um, a few years back, they were like, so we've, I've been going to these shows for, for ages, uh, you know, starting with the, the fishing shows and stuff like that. And you see these guys up there, you know, they're giving their talks and, oh, I watched that guy on TV and I listened to that guy's show on the radio or whatever. And you're thinking, wow, these are the guys sort of thing. And then somebody said, why, why don't you put in a presentation on, you know, paddling or something? So I came up with an idea and I pitched it and they said, yeah, okay, you got 45 minutes to speak. You get a big screen to show some video, some photos, that sort of thing. And uh, just started doing it. And it, it's pretty cool. Cause like I say, you'd see guys like we go to the Toronto door adventure show and you see Hap Wilson, you see Kevin Callen and, and stuff like that. And they're doing their talks up there and, you know, Les Stroud and stuff. And you're like, wow, I'm, I'm seeing these guys up there and they're like, you know, they're the guys. And then now, you know, Derek and I, we're, we're doing stuff like that. 
where we're that guy on the stage and people are looking at us and and you're thinking, well, yeah, these guys are just regular guys. <laughs> you know, they just got something to say and, exactly, and everybody's right? there. You know, they just hope people show up and listen, right? And that's that's what it is. You come up with something and you're thinking, you know, I, I bet you I'm not the only one thinking about this and share my experiences and my ideas and my thoughts and and people come and listen. And yeah, it's 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 pretty cool to have the people show up and and uh, want to hear what you have to say. So what will your topic be? This year, it's paddling the connections you make. Because since, I mean, since I've been paddling for over 30 years, you know, there there's friendships you make. There's, uh, with the podcast, business stuff you make, connections, uh, family connections, family reconnections. There, there's a spiritual connection, the connection with nature. There's so many different types of connections that you make when you're in the backcountry paddling. And, you know, it's just going to be touching on, on all that sort of, it's more than just a canoe trip sort of thing, right? Or a kayaking trip. There, there's more to it. And, and people, I think, especially now, need to start getting more out of what these trips offer. You know, it is your own personal. And I mean, there's, there's a self-connection as well. You know, you talk about going on these solo trips for, for 10 days or 18 days or whatever. And, you know, some people can last a day and they don't know what to do with themselves at night. And then some people, oh, I can do this for a couple of days, but to go for a longer time, you've got to, you get in touch with yourself and, you know, you got to, you got to know who you are, what you can do, what your strengths and weaknesses are. And at times, if you got to throw in the towel, you've got to know that and and you really make that connection with yourself. So, yes, it's all that sort of stuff I'm going to talk about this year. That sounds amazing. Cool. Looking forward to that. Where where I told camper Christina, we're just, we're going to find the Eureka display and I'm, I'm going to sneak into one of their tents and just camp out for the weekend. Cause I'm going to all the shows. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the last episode, you mentioned that you, when you go, when you go to, to, to conferences, to shows, you record like live on, on the floor, like it, you get a booth and, and record there. Tell me a bit about that. Is it just, just random people going by you have a yak with them. How does that, how does that work? Well, it's usually, we'll look at who else has booths and stuff there. Um, the different types of paddling that's, you know, people are talking about. And then we'll just go up to them and say, Hey, listen, you know, we're paddling adventures radio. We've got a booth over here. We're recording. If you have a couple of minutes, how would you like to come over and talk about, you know, these kayaks, homemade kayaks you're selling or freestyle canoeing that you do or Greenland paddling that you do, you know, and then, yeah, they come and sit there or Jerry Vandiver. Why don't you, we, we got a, a, some microphones here, your fiddle players with you. Why don't you guys come and play some tunes off your latest album? That sort of thing. And, and yeah, people walk by and, and they start listening to what's going on and then you can see them, they'll filter over to whatever booth to find out more stuff like that right but yeah we basically just take the home studio set it up on a couple of tables throw four chairs down there and just start yakking with with different people that are are working the show and it seems to have worked out so far cool that sounds fun yes the what i find fascinating about it is uh so when you go to a show like there there's somebody at a booth people are coming up and talking to them but you you might be able to ask a single question and you hope you can have like a minute of their time. And now with the podcast, it's like, Hey, I'd like to interview you. And then suddenly you have their undivided attention. You interview them for like 40 minutes to an hour or whatever. And, uh, and suddenly they, they, you, you have this deep conversation about stuff that 
I was really interested in the first place. I'm kind of <laughs> selfish. I'm doing this for me, but yeah, I'll put it up as a podcast. But it, it, it's amazing that you can you can make these connections with with somebody that you might pass by at a, one of these outdoor shows normally, and it's like you might be able to get two or three minutes of their time. And but now it's like I can really focus down and get some really interesting information from this person and and really dig in and and so what would normally be an intrusive question is like <laughs> I'm interviewing you so it's not intrusive anymore the, the announcer voice <laughs> yeah well and you know there's there's stuff as Derek says from a selfish point of view there was we were talking about the the canoe ballet and stuff like that where people do stuff to music and stuff Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we're down there oh, yes. and we're saying, you know, like there's this one guy that does this stuff and it's, it's you. <laughs> he's in our booth. We're talking to this guy that we've been watching. Right. And he's in our booth. It, we, yeah, realized we realized it during the interview. All the time. Wait a minute. <laughs> you look so familiar. <laughs> you know, and, cool. Yeah. But it's it's one of those videos that everybody sees, and it shows this guy. Yeah. I think it was Lady in Red was the music, I think. And so he's he's making this uh, canoe uh, dance on the water, and it's moving side to side and forward and back, and it's it's like mm -hmm. it's like a waltz on water. And uh, and so we talked to him. Hey, we saw this video. He's like, well, yeah, you don't. That's me. <laughs> in our you defense, you don't really see that much of his face. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's that's basically what we do we just set up the home studio at, in a booth and swindle people to sit down and chat <laughs> exactly sounds like, yeah. that sounds yeah. like it fun. is like we yeah. might steal that idea from go now. for it <laughs> so so doing as much as much outdoor stuff as as you do how do you how do you wrangle that what do you how do you leverage that from your what are your real day jobs and how do you get that much time to, to go and do stuff because I need to figure out how to work that on my boss. <laughs> yeah. So he's asking you this question <laughs> just because it's totally we're selfishly. <laughs> I do screen digital well, printing, large format stuff. So my trick is getting in early in the morning so I can leave before five. So, you know, like a, a seven to four sort of thing, I get all my stuff done. Lunch hours are always, you know, research and stuff like that. You got to really be organized with all your your stuff for the podcast. And then instead, you know, a lot of people, you know, I got my three weeks holiday. I'm taking two now and I'm taking one. But if you can take a couple days on a long weekend, all of a sudden you've got a five day trip, you know, like you, you got to get out of the mindset of I've got to use two weeks at a time. Or if you throw the four days, so it's a long weekend, then the Monday's a holiday, then you got four days off, then another weekend, right? That's nine, that's a nine day trip. So if you can sort of think organized like that, you, you're amazed at how much time out you can get. Because you've only you only used four days out of your out of your fifteen or whatever yeah. instead of right. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Clever planning. Yeah. Oh, right. you you got to be so organized with stuff like that and <laughs> sort of think outside that box. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. What what about you, yeah. Derek? What do you do? I I am an operator at Darlington Nuclear yep. at the power plant. So. It's, uh, I've been there for 22, 23 years. So I've got a lot of vacation. I got five weeks to take every year. Plus there's other vacations I can take and, and, and sneak in. So it's, uh, it, like oftentimes I do have a lot of time off. It's, it's a large amount of time. My wife doesn't get as much time off as me. So I do a lot of trips without her often and, and 
I have a very forgiving wife. So she's like, I, I go on trips every year with a lot of different people and I do stuff in the winter and the summer. And, and uh, usually it's the kids complain, you're not taking us camping. It's like, sorry guys, <laughs> it's a guide trip or it's this or it's that or, so yeah so i had and like sean said it's like you just we just plan a lot of long weekends like take a friday mm-hmm. off or take a monday off and and so you can do a lot in a few days and uh but with the longer trips like last year burt runs more a river run we were three weeks up in wabakimi and uh so that ate up a lot of time and and but yeah it's it's nice to i do have the flexibility and uh, and understanding bosses at work that uh, I can squeak in a lot of these extra vacations at different times of year. Nice, nice. I, I yeah, I could I could kill for five weeks. No no problem. <laughs> cool. That just well that just tapped out my my tiny brain of seven questions, not eight questions. That's it for us for today. Thank you so much again to Sean and Derek from Paddling Adventures Radio Podcast that we so appreciate you joining us on our podcast. I'm Pamela. I'm Tim. And we are from supergoodcamping.com. Please do reach out to us on all the social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. And our email address is hi at supergoodcamping.com. That's H-I at supergoodcamping.com. Talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye.